Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The Bernstein and Holmes Show. Middays 10 a.m. till 2 on Chicago Sports Radio 670 The Score. Dan Bernstein. Lawrence Holmes. Donovan Mitchell to the free throw line for free throws 22 and 23. I imagine the ideal scenario here is to make the first and perhaps try to miss the second and get a ricochet. So he makes the first one. What you got to do now if you're the Bulls is to make sure someone box out Donovan Mitchell. Shooter. Do not let the ball come back to him. 4.7 left. That'll be Patrick Williams' responsibility. <laughs> Well, off the back rim, loose ball. Oh, it went in to tie the game. I don't know how. How did that go in? Incredible. Three seconds left. We're tied. Bernstein and Holmes, your midday destination for Chicago sports talk. He didn't box. What did I tell you? What did I tell you? Oh, it was Donovan Mitchell. What did I just say? What did I just say? You said it. You have to box out the shooter, and the Bulls failed to do it. Donovan Mitchell, a miraculous shot. On Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. We're broadcasting live from the Hyundai Studios, brought to you by your local Hyundai dealers. We are Bernstein and Holmes. We are on middays, 10 to 2, Monday through Friday, here on Sports Radio 670 The Score, along with our producers, Mike Rankin and Brandon Fryer, Ray Diaz. We are going to... uh, keep you up to date on everything that is going on with all the information that we have regarding DeMar Hamlin. But this is, uh, these are strange times as we're, we're trying to do both sports and things that uh, touch us in ways much deeper than sports, all thinking the best for the Bills' DeMar Hamlin after just a, a night last night. Like, I can only imagine how, how whipsawed you felt, Lawrence, when you're tweeting about the Bulls game and the people are attacking you because you had no idea. Yeah, I, it was a really strange thing, Dan, because I, I, I'm i sitting, uh, I was the most siloed that I can be, like, even like in my house. Like, I was in the in my office, got the Bulls game on, I'm finishing up my column, which you'll be able to read in the Sun Times tomorrow. And I'm just sitting there like, man, this game is great. This game is so enjoyable. My plan was, because I watched the Rose Bowl, and I'm like, all right, I've had enough football for a minute. 
I'm going to really lock in on this Bulls game. So I did. And and I was like, I'll get back to the Bills game uh, af- after the Bulls game is over. And so I'm, I even took myself off of Twitter as far as like my timeline. I tweeted right. out and said how good of a game this was, and people like attacked me. I mean, it just so happened that we flipped over. Obviously, we're paying more attention to the Bulls game because you know, we're doing the the podcast this evening and all that. That's just going to take more of our attention. I wouldn't normally, unless I noticed on Twitter, people say, "Hey, this is a great game. You got to flip over." And then we we happened to and saw them kneeling in prayer. And I I initially thought it was, you know, you hate to say it, but one of these NFL neurological scares, right? That, that happen all the time. Well, and we saw Nick Foles, you know, with the Fencer's response. Mm-hmm, the fence, like to me. Fencer's response. And and then you had was it Kevin Thibodeau with the Kayvon Thibodeau? Yeah, he's he's doing the, the Snow Angel mm-hmm. celebration literally right next to Foles being in the Fencer's response. So then I I went back into my recordings and was like, okay, well what what's going on? And then you see it and you go, Oh wow, like this is and when so not experiencing it in real time was interesting and obviously with hindsight it gives you some perspective I was just sitting there going how in the world do you continue this game and then I remembered that I covered a game where something similar but not the same happened and it was because of the violence of football I covered the game where quite honestly we thought Johnny Knox was going to die like, he had been folded up in a way on a hit. His back was broken. Yeah. And we weren't sure if he was going to make it to the hospital. I've told the story, um, and and I have told the story of, of being with Doug Buffone both on the air and off when he described being on the field when Chuck Hughes died. And I think that is the only time an NFL player has actually died on the field. And Doug was out there. It was Bears and Lions, and he he describes it has described the scene. I, I I know we don't we don't have tape of it, but people know what I'm talking about if they've heard Doug talk about that before. He never really wanted to, but he occasionally would, and would get very emotional. About about that because that just Doug was always a guy who uh, uh, of immense deep humanity mm-hmm. who also what he would call the Neanderthal gene had an ability to flip that switch and 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 rip people's arms off for a living. But he described what happened in that game in 1971, and as it turned out, that Chuck Hughes was just profoundly unhealthy. And he had almost complete blockages of major coronary arteries, but the NFL didn't do screening. They, they they really didn't do any cardiac screening that now is standard at every combine, and they test for all sorts of of aneurysms and Marfan syndrome and anything possible that they're making sure that 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 muscle is healthy in these finely tuned athletes as much as can be. Even as even as these offensive linemen are packing on a hundred extra pounds and putting incredible amounts of strain on it, but the just the idea of the of of an NFL team not knowing that they had a player who was so who so sick, right, and letting him play, but even then, somebody dies on the field in front of you, 
and you wonder what's connected to the game. In that point, he, he could have been mowing the lawn or riding his bike. It just so happened he was playing football. And, you know, it, usually it doesn't – it takes me sometimes a while to be wrong about something. During transition, I said something to the effect of there's no secondary story now because of how rare this is. This The New York Times just posted – of course it's the New York Times – NFL faces new injury crisis uh, with Hamlin's collapse. Uh, no. Well, it, 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 this this is not an NFL crisis. It is much more important. It's that, a, it's more youth sports than it is NFL. Yes, if indeed the the initial reports are correct that it is commotio cordis, this would be much more something you should pay attention to if you have a child playing baseball. Hockey or lacrosse, softball, so any right, any of these sports that can involve a high impact because children are much, much more exposed to this possibility, much more at risk for something like this. But of course, it's the New York Times. Of course, it's ridiculous. NFL faces new injury crisis. But come on, come on. the the trauma on the faces of the players last night is something that's stunning, and we are used to as a a football nation, we're used to seeing players try to rally around their teammate to try and offer good feelings or prayers or whatever to that person as they're trying to get healthy. We've never really seen it when it's like someone fighting for their life. And when you're looking at the video of the players as the as the incident becomes more and more serious, as more and more time away from the play happens, as players get more and more scared and they're reaching out to each other and to their coaches and to people on the staff, the trauma that all of these men have suffered is going to take a while for them to work through. So my hope is that both of the teams, and, and I believe that that's the case, where they they probably are calling in crisis people mm-hmm. to, to to help work through this. Crisis psychologists. Because some people will want to be alone and, and work through it. Some people will need to, to be around other people to try to make sense of it. Stefan Diggs like, went to the hospital last night. I, I guess the Bills stayed in the stadium until about midnight last night hoping that they would hear good news and the thing about something like this is when there's a resuscitation that takes place it it could take a while before we hear the everything's fine sure because you don't know it, the 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 good news the reason for optimism is that there was not a long delay between, of oxygen to the correct, brain. that he collapsed and they started CPR, they started supplemental oxygen once they restored his his circulation and got the heartbeat back. The, the concern is the lag time between the stoppage of the heart and the, the, the beginning of CPR. And once that got started, it, 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 and, and the fact that he is he's breathing on his own right now, apparently remains sedated and... You wait because sometimes the, the brain swells and you need to wait for the swelling to go down. There's They've got to regulate temperature. Yes. Like there's all sorts of stuff here. And, and in severe cases, sometimes there's a medically induced coma where they they sort of bring the, the body down to a very low level to allow it 
you know, less. I, I don't know exactly how to put it. I'm not a doctor. Inflammation. But, well, yes, but it, it's it just it's sort of like a low power mode mm-hmm. to allow things to come back easier. So we, that's part of the problem too. Like I think everyone wants to feel good about this because the the medical people did such a great job. The the team people. The hospital have done such a great job that you want you're you're going to be in a rush to get the good news. Like, that's that's I think kind of where we're at now, and to be in the mode of not knowing is hard because you would like for this young man to be able to resume his life and his dream, and the 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 trauma of the people that were around it, the secondary trauma of people who were watching it live. And, and what that does to you, what it does to us when we are looking at our most healthy, our best and brightest when we're talking about NFL players and seeing them broken and, and what that does to us when we're supposed to look at them as the, the, the top 1% of 1%. Yeah, I also want to say this too, and I know we're, we're going to come back and we're going to listen to some sound about how this was handled and this idea of the was there or was there not a, a five-minute delay period from the NFL. If, for whatever reason, whether or not this is a freak occurrence or not, if this causes you to rethink your relationship with football, I'm not going to judge you. If if seeing the the humanity of this, regardless of how unlikely it is or whatever may happen here, that's up to you. If whatever it may take to have you rethink your relationship with football is is completely and entirely up to you. And and it's it's hard for a lot of us. And I discuss it all the time that I know I'm a hypocrite. Mm-hmm. I, I know it. And I'm 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 honest about my hypocrisy when it comes to my enjoyment of the violence of NFL football. And I've said before, it's other people's kids destroying each other for my amusement. I know how horrible it is. And I have, I have, because this is what I do for a living and because I love sitting in my, in, in front of my television for three hours every week, screaming at the bears and screaming at them to tackle and screaming at them to hit harder. And I've got a very small island that I teeter on and it's, and it's probably an island of hypocrisy, but I, I have to exist there. And I compartmentalize it, and I do it. If you don't want to, and if you don't have to, if you feel you don't have to, you don't. You really don't. You're- I do think this is a year where if, if there was ever going to be a reckoning on how you felt about the violence of the game and how players are treated, I think this would be the season of it, that we've seen so much horrific stuff when it comes to head trauma in the NFL, that if you wanted to, that that would be a way that, that you could go, yeah, that's uh, maybe I need to take a break from it. I I think that living in that hypocrisy has been a difficult thing for football fans, media to rationalize. Like my career is built on covering the NFL. I've been in locker rooms where I've seen players have to do incredible stuff just to get themselves available to play on Sunday. Look how the uh, look how many players on the Bears teams I've covered have already killed themselves or have tried to kill themselves. Yeah. It's scary. You know, and and like it's one of the reasons like when people ask me 
like, hey, how's Johnny Knox doing? And I'm like, he's he's good. Like, he's out here, like, living his life. And his career was for sure cut short. But seeing him be alive, you know, like, and and knowing that it was hanging on, like, he, that 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 situation was hanging on by a thread. And to see him be out here with his kids and all this stuff, it it's it makes you feel better. But yeah, I'm I'm on the lookout for it. I've I've had I've had really um heartfelt conversations with Lance Briggs about this. And Lance will tell you that I mean I'm not I don't think that I'm talking out of school here, but one of the reasons that Lance went back to school was because he was worried about his brain. Oh, he's talked about it. And that he wanted to like make sure that his brain was being pushed and motivated. So he went back to school to to try and get some of that. Speaking of that, if if you feel that beseeching your higher power for in 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 prayer for for magical help is appropriate then do that. But there are actual people who did things to make to so that man survived last night. Yep. And there are actual people on the sidelines of all of these games. There are trainers and doctors who went to a lot of school to know what to do to keep people safe. Yep. There the the medicine, the actual medicine because of school, because of science, and because of people who work very hard and are very dedicated to what they do. They help keep people alive and well all the time. Because of the emergency plan that's in place at, at the Bengal Stadium, its proximity to the university hospital, all of that stuff plays a role in, in why we aren't, for now, like telling a different story about DeMar Hamlin. And um, those people deserve their props. And now they're, they're looking over them, and if if you feel like you it needs more than just the medical professionals, then I think you should offer up the the those prayers for the strengths of those people that are taking care of Demar Hamlin too. And a good point from the two six two. Remember, and, and the seven up people saying that when Bears tight end Zach Miller, yeah, that was the popliteal artery in his leg, and there was remember there was an emergency physician who noted the injury and thought it could be possible that he could either lose his leg, leg yeah. or, or bleed to death. And that was another case in New Orleans of, of remarkably swift and attentive and professional medicine saving a limb and a life. No doubt about it. When we come back, we'll take a look at, at how this unfolded, and we'll talk a little bit more about it. It's Bernstein and Holmes here on The Score. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Bernstein and Holmes, middays 10 to 2 on 670 The Score and 670thescore.com in Odyssey Station. As a player and as someone who uh, has teammates and the things that you go through throughout the course of a season, and in some instances, in most instances, these players teammates are are they're closer to them than they are some of their own family members and so there's a lot to it uh that maybe people just watching the game as fans don't necessarily understand i just don't know how any of these players can come out and play football tonight that's troy aikman giving his perspective and for those who watched everything in real time like you say there's always this this thirst for information that isn't always forthcoming. What's happening? When might other things happen? What do we know? And it was a nice job, I think, for the most part, ESPN, their truck, that when, when you go into crisis mode in production, the number of people involved, the amount of communication, and generally, as you know, Lawrence, better than I, TV directors are very cool-headed. Mm-hmm. Directors have to be. They are they are like like Ed Harris's uh, character in in Apollo thirteen, like they must must always clinically be thinking about that. Now producers, on the other hand, who are running the show, can get a little jumpy. Yes, they can. <laughs> and the sometimes the hardest thing is for a producer in that case, executive producer, a producer to maintain a, a low level of anxiety especially when you're the person that's going to be communicating with talent right i think that what ended up happening last night and why we saw them talk about the five minute warm-up before the players come back is because that's precedent that when things that are not as severe as what happened last night happen that's the protocol of it the two teams will go back to their respective locker rooms They'll come back out, they'll have five minutes to warm up, and then then we'll resume the game. But once the gravity is felt, and you saw so many people 
trying to get close to DeMar Hamlin and being pushed or pulled away, the, the level of crisis r- rises in each one of those people, which is why it, it... And again, I'm watching this from 50 minutes behind. It, it seemed ludicrous to even think that the game was going to be played. But that we're so conditioned when it comes to the NFL of the show must go on, that move the drill, all of that stuff. I appreciate that at least it looks like to me that the, the players and the coaches from both of those teams were like, no, there's no reason for us to put out, to try and get pull it together to try and, and go out there and play. Yeah, it seems like the, the union, the players themselves and the union canceled that game, not the league. That's what it feels like to me. And I don't even think this is a player getting on the phone with the NFLPA. I think it felt like to me this was a, a collective head knot be, between both of those coaches, their sidelines, and Zach Taylor – being out there with Sean McDermott and being like, uh, we're not, we don't feel like we can go on, neither do we. Great. And then you started to see, like, players didn't have their jerseys on anymore. Guys weren't in pads. You saw the the Bills uh, support staff start to pack things up. There was no way that they were going to convince those men to play that game. And I'm glad that they showed some power in that moment of saying, as much as we we definitely want to try to figure out the playoff scenarios and everything else. You figure that out. You figure it out. We're messed up, so we can't play. Let's timeline this based on what we saw and heard last night. Let's start with what Joe Buck said on ESPN. The two head coaches you can see got together, and they'll have five minutes to warm up. And Troy, I mean... You played this game for the majority of your life, and then after that, you've been calling these games. First of all, I've never seen no. anything like this. Yeah, Lisa, they, as we said, they've been given five minutes to quote-unquote get ready to go back to playing. That's the word we get from the league and the word we get from down on the field, but nobody's moving. Then when we got the update that within five minutes these players were going to start playing football again, we saw Zach Taylor live walk across the field to Sean McDermott players were being told that they would have five minutes to get back ready for play and the players were standing around he said that's what we were told by the league Mm -hmm. that's why i don't think that the league postponed the game i think these players and those coaches were like no now this was espn deportes and westwood one you'll hear The game between the Bills and the Bengals was suspended for the moment uh, after both teams were told initially that maybe they'll get back out on the field after a five-minute delay. Both coaches met, as did the officials. Bills coach Sean McDermott sent his team to the locker room. Yeah. Yeah, you heard Cinco Minutos, and then you heard Rich Eisen. So Troy Vincent the executive vice president of the uh, football operations for the NFL was on a conference call with Bills and Bengals reporters and was asked about the game attempting to be restarted. 
What went in the decision to give the teams five minutes to warm up as though the game were to continue? Um, I'm, yeah, this Troy, I'll take that. I'm not sure where um, where that came from. Um, frankly, there was no uh, no time period for the players to to get warmed up. Frankly, the only uh, the only thing that we asked was that uh, Sean communicate with both head coaches. Um, to make sure they had the proper time inside the locker room to discuss what they felt like was best. So I'm not I'm not sure uh, where that where that came from. Uh, five minutes warm up never never was never crossed my mind personally, and I was uh, the one I'm saying I not to be selfish, but the one that was communicating with the commissioner. Uh, we never, frankly. It never crossed our mind that, to talk about warming up to resume play. That's that's ridiculous. That's that's um, insensitive, um, and that's not a place that that we should ever be in. It came from somewhere, it, it, and I would imagine being that it's Joe Buck and Troy Aikman, it came from somewhere pretty high. When we come back, let's uh, hear some some more commentary from last night. Some good work done by Ryan Clark and Lisa Salters in discussing what had happened. By the way, the, we still have not gotten any official medical news. Right. All we know is that he he did suffer a cardiac arrest. He was resuscitated. They reestablished his cardiac rhythm and his circulation, and he is resting under sedation in the hospital right now. I, I, I imagine relatively soon we'll get some official statement as to what officially is described as having happened and and a prognosis of some kind. Maybe, but the Ryan Clark's perspective on this is one that I was looking forward to hearing considering that he had a a life-saving incident on the football field and getting his perspective on what it's like for that person and what it's like for that person's teammates and family is really um, invaluable. So we're going to let you hear that coming up next here on The Score. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Dan Bernstein, Lawrence Holmes, Middays 10 to 2 on 670 The Score. And 670thescore.com in Odyssey Station. We do have a release from the family of Damar Hamlin that has been sent out. Here's what it says. On behalf of our family, we want to express our sincere gratitude for the love and support shown to Damar during this challenging time. We are deeply moved by the prayers, kind words, and donations from fans around the country. We also want to acknowledge the dedicated first responders and healthcare professionals at the University of Cincinnati Medical Center who have provided exceptional care to DeMar. We feel so blessed to be part of the Buffalo Bills organization and to have their support. We also want to thank Coach Taylor and the Bengals for everything they've done. Your generosity and compassion mean the world to us. Please keep DeMar in your prayers. We will release updates as soon as we have them. Thank you, the Hamlin family. So that's the latest. 
Yeah, that's uh, that's that's nice of them to speak out. And obviously, his charitable arm has seen an explosion in donations. The over three million dollars for his uh, his Toys for Tots program that he's been running, which I'm sure it far exceeds what the actual goal was. That's a lot of toys. My my hope would be that they get enough toys and then they find a way to redirect some of that significant funding for some other terrific cause once they have enough toys. Yeah, I, I hope that that is the case too. But this is kind of a pattern with people around Buffalo. Like the, the, the Bills do this, like the Bills Mafia – like, they do this. They do this for other fan bases who help the Bills team. Andy Dalton. Yeah. yeah. They'll, they'll they'll go and say, we're going to donate to your charity. So it's not unprecedented to see them do that. But it's, uh, it's also very cool. And hopefully he will be able to administer that money into toys for children in Pittsburgh. Uh, back in 2007, Ryan Clark was playing in Denver. Uh, Ryan Clark has sickle cell trait. I also have sickle cell trait. And sometimes you can have a reaction to altitude with the sickle cell trait, not even the disease. So he was feeling his, he was feeling this incredible pain in his left side as they were getting ready to play this game. So he ended up being rushed to the hospital and they had to take out his spleen and his gallbladder. And even though he had gotten cleared after that to play at altitude, the Steelers for the rest of, I think he played another four or five years, the Steelers, whenever they would go to Denver, they would deactivate him so that, that they, they didn't want to put him in any sort of danger. So it's not apples to apples, but this, this was a life or death situation that Ryan Clark was in. And he talked about what impact it had on him as as a player, on what impact it had on his teammates. Take a listen. What words can we even put to this? What, what would you I share? The, I think the, the first thing, this is this, um, this is about DeMar Hamlin. Mm-hmm. And um, it's about a young man at 24 years old that was living his dream that a few hours ago was getting ready to play the biggest game of his NFL career. And there was probably nowhere else in the world he wanted to be. And now he fights for his life. And when DeMar Hamlin falls to the turf and when you see the medical staff rush to the field and both teams are on the field, you realize this isn't normal. You realize this isn't just football. And so many times in this game and in our job as well, we use the cliches, you know, I'm ready to die for this. I'm willing to give my life for this. It's, it's time to go to war. And I think sometimes we use those things so much, we forget that part of living this dream is putting your life at risk. And tonight, you know, we got to see a side of football that is extremely ugly, a side of football that no one ever, that side of football that no one ever wants to see Mm -hmm. or never wants to admit exists. When you see both teams on the field crying in that way, your first thought is DeMar Hamlin. The second thought is his family. And this isn't about a football player, right? This is about a human. This is about a brother. This is about a son. This is about a friend. This is about someone who is loved by so many that you have to watch go through this. I, um, I dealt with this before, 
and I watched my teammates for days come to my hospital bed and just cry. I had them call me and tell me that they didn't think I was going to make it. And now this team has to deal with that and they have no answers. Mm -hmm. And so the next time I think that we get upset at our favorite fantasy player <laughs> or we're, we're upset that the, the guy on our team doesn't make the play and we're saying he's worthless and we're saying you get to make all this money, we should remember that these men are putting their lives on the line to live their dream. And tonight, DeMar Hamlin's dream became a nightmare for not only himself, but his family and his entire team. I can't even imagine some of the like whiplash trauma that Clark was feeling seeing this, knowing that he was in a similar but not the same position of possibly dying in front of his teammates and then being the, you know, the being there for them as they're trying to be there for him. That, 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 that right. they're coming to the hospital and they're, you know, crying and, and trying to figure it out and all of this stuff. That to me is why I give a lot of credit. I'm until someone proves to me otherwise, without a shadow of a doubt, I am going to give credit to the players and the coaches for making sure that this game didn't go forward. This was ESPN's Lisa Salters, a sideline report describing what she was experiencing covering this. It's hard uh, because, like you guys have said, this is a this is a human being, and all you can really think about is, you know, I hope I hope that guy is okay. We we've seen players go down with head injuries before, and uh, as horrible as that may sound, we've grown accustomed to it. Seeing guys take hard hits, uh, see them stay down for a little while get back up, give the thumbs up. And mm -hmm. and that's all we were all hoping for was that that DeMar Hamlin was going to get up and that he was going to get on in that ambulance. He was going to give us a thumbs up and we were all going to know that he was okay. And, and, and when that didn't happen, I think this entire stadium was just devastated. I mean, I mean, right now, all I can really think about is, is that player, his teammates, just seeing the agony on their faces, the concern on their faces. They're scared for him right now, and they should be. Uh, we all should be. Uh, but to see them hugging each other, uh, down on their knees, praying for him, his coach, the other team, their head coach, those players, uh, just to see how much unity and and just unified concern that they all had for this young man. Um, it's been overwhelming. There's a pall over the stadium right now. Uh, like you said, Scott, you come to work. We're expecting to see the game of the season. Uh, and what we got was so terrible. But that doesn't really matter. All that really matters is, uh, is DeMar Hamlin and his family. And we just can't say it enough that we hope that he's okay. I thought Lisa Salters was... Uh excellent yesterday and everything that goes into a live broadcast and you've done play by play tr trying to stay on the air while also getting the information is difficult now when it's a an operation like ESPN they've got options you know, they let's rally the studio show let's get everyone in place there so that we can take some of the pressure off of Joe and Troy so that they don't have to tap dance for 45 minutes. Let's go to our sideline reporter who's really good at handling all sorts of stuff, including this. But what I enjoyed about 
Lisa's coverage yesterday was her humanity. What I enjoy about her mostly is her ability to not make it about her. But I felt that there was a human element to her reporting that came through the television yesterday. And it's a fine line. And the things that we're taught in journalism school or told by news directors is is to to not to not be objective be objective and try to be above it but in moments like that it's really hard and i i like when i am seeing more honest moments like that because everyone is scared and terrified there is a difference between journalism and broadcasting for sure and there is a time when a journalist also can be a broadcaster in the truest sense of what that that i think still means and part of and, and recognizing humanity and giving a little bit of yourself is essential to being a broadcaster sometimes and that may conflict with hardcore journalism Capital. But broadcasting and journalism is what I think uh, was done very well last night by some very mature professionals. I agree wholeheartedly. Let's talk to our buddy Patrick Manley. Um, Patrick had his own like heart thing that he dealt with. And was he on the field for the Johnny Knox? I think so. So we can talk to him about yes. that as well. And he's a player rep. So there's a lot to cover even without the Bears, there's a lot to cover with Patrick Manley. He joins us next on the Bernstein and Home Show on the score. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.